Welcome to Boss Man Show. Hampton Pirates head coach Buck joining with me. I was a big South Conference coach, man. Uh, you talk about that, you guys stay safe up there in Hampton, man. How have things been going to you guys so far this year? Uh, it's been going all right. You know, we've been blessed enough to be able to kind of stay steady. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, we got the same trials and tribulations that everybody got going through this pandemic, you know, and with all the things that come with it, because sometimes it's something new every day. Most definitely, Coach. Let's go back to March real fast. My birthday, March 11th, when everything kind of went down NBA-wise, college ball-wise. So how was it for your kids to leave you guys in, the, in your structure of Hampton to go back to that environment, trying to keep your young men's minds fresh and, and not let the adversity of the pandemic bring them down? Well, I mean, I, I think how it affected them, it affected them. I mean, we, we had to all come up with new ways of doing things. We had probably had more Zoom calls, more FaceTime calls, you know, all those types of things to make sure we stayed in touch with our players and and, and keep them mentally and, and, and physically active as we possibly could. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, we lost, uh, and, I, and I think I'm saying this for everybody, we lost a, a, a really a, a postseason, you know, after the season end, you lost a summer, you know, and in our case, we didn't bring our kids back in July. We didn't bring them back to second semester. So we even lost the preseason of this year, you know, and, and we got our kids back after Thanksgiving. So, uh, you know, during that time, we, we had to get, we had to become creative. You know, I had to get with my coaches and everybody and we all had to figure out creative ways to try to get things going and get and keep guys acclimated to what we were trying to do. Especially, Coach, we have the racial unrest that we see happen in D.C. yesterday, down in D.C. yesterday with George Floyd, Amada Arbery, Brian Taylor, and the others that happened since then. How do you use these time to teach young men about being young black men, how to present yourself when the police come your way so you, you don't end up with those bad outcomes like Amada Arbery or George Floyd did? Uh, the biggest thing was constant conversation. I mean, they were, they were the, as, as black men, we see this every day. Yes. You know, this is what we live. Now, again, the, what, what we were able to do for them and, and even some, more so at my players, I'm, I'm talking about my sons and everybody else, my 13-year-old and my 15-year-old, we were able to put a face and a name to it, able to really be able to show, you know, now it's not just talk. It, we were able to show it. Uh, we allowed them to express themselves a lot. We allowed them to express themselves freely, freely, even though we told them to be smart about it and don't do something to damage the message that, 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 that you're trying to relay and that we are trying to relay about how we feel and how we think things should be uh but again you know it, it became a thing of expression and we and, and i think conversation and us allowing them to express themselves you know help them get through this through this piece along with their own families most difficult coach, like i said you know i'm 33 years old i'm a little, I'm a little older than your guys or i've been 33 and they got listen in 2020 about how life is it's as a black man in america mm -hmm. you know there's, there's no shit code they got a full-fledged Crash course in ways, black male in America. And I feel like that'll help your young men from this day going into their lives because of what having you as a coach to teach them and their parents as well to show them, hey, this is what you got to deal with in life. And this adversity comes at you. You got to take it head on, adapt, overcome, and conquer this mess because it's what you're going to deal with the rest of your life. Well, I mean, we, one thing, and, and we try to put this as a pillar, one of the pillars of our program, but, you know, we do. I do tell our young men that, that it's one test that we all going to take every day. And I think that's one thing that, and, and that's the eye test, you know, and, and, and I was told that by Big House Games one time when I was sitting at, uh, with him, my uncle and my father and all, we were sitting watching, we were at the final four one year when I was just starting coaching with my uncle. And, and like you said, it's a test that we're going to take every day and it's the eye test and we're being judged every day by the way we look, not sometimes, not sometimes by the way we act. So we have to be cognizant of that and we have to understand 
you know, uh, uh, the, what we put off to, to, to and, and happy. And then our guys, you know, we're able to understand and see that a little bit more every day. We, we, we got to be more aware in these t- days and times than we've ever had to be. And I'm, I'm like, you 33, I'm 48 years old. Some of this I've never seen before or nothing even close to it. So as they're learning, I'm learning also. But so we're also, but like I told them, we, we got to pass this eye test every day. So understand how you look at and talk everywhere that you go because you're being judged every day. And you got you got people losing their lives over this stuff, man. You know, and it's, it is that serious. And coach, you know what I said to my sponsors? Because coach, I'll be honest with you. I lost five sponsors this, uh, this summer because I decided to speak the truth about living life as a black man. I went all about the Atlanta Hawks or college basketball or the, or the Falcons. I talked about me as a black man, and I lost five sponsors. But coach, I don't care about that because the, the message is more important to our listeners and young black men growing up that you're coaching, my age and your age, man, beyond that we need to address these issues, take them ahead on, quit being nice about this stuff. If we have lived a certain way that's not privileged. And when you get in your car right. and take off your Hampton gear, take off my Atlanta Hawks gear, my nice suit, I'm a I'm J.R. McHenry, a black man in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm, I'm not I'm not protected by being the Hawks or being a radio host. You know what I'm saying? You, you've been a coach. So, like, it's real life we experience once we take off our gear from our jobs. We're just right. the black guys in America. Well, at, at the end, like you said, the beginning of the day and the end of the day, you're a black, you're a man first, and then you're a black man. You know, and that one thing I do tell my players and I tell my sons and I, you know, I tell everybody, everybody around me that, and, and we're all religious and, and faithful type of people in some instances, but I live, the biggest piece of my religion I live by is that when I, when I do good, I feel good. When I do wrong, I feel wrong. There are some good and bad, good and bad people and good and bad situations in this world, but it's how you handle yourself and how you, you attack them. And again, I, you know, I hate that you lost your sponsors, but you, you, you shouldn't feel good, bad about doing the right thing. Your, your religion and your heart is right. That's why you sitting here right now. Most definitely, coach, and, and academically, coach, uh, your as coaches, your advisors, it's helped. It really helps your young men, their grades, because I know going from being on campus, having structures to study halls, to being virtual, for me, it would been hard, hard as head coach. I know for some of your guys, it was hard. So how was that managing with your young men, getting them back, keeping their grades up high as, as you want them to be when them been at home about the structure of being on campus with tutors and people around them to help them? <laughs> Well, it was the it was the same thing that we talked about from the basketball and in a personal standpoint, constant conversation. Yes. You know, you had we had we had to be in conversation with them every day about what was going because just like they were virtual, the teachers and, and but the instructors were virtual also. So again, we had to teach them to be more aware of their academic situations. And you gotta use your email, you gotta use your Skype, you gotta use your Zoom, whatever, whatever avenue of conversation you had to make sure that, that you're doing the right thing. You know, in the classroom, you had to do it. We had to assist them however we could and whenever possible. But again, it was the conversation piece. And and you cra- And what's crazy is, you know, as coaches, I think we all teach that teach that app. What whatever happens in athletics is indicative of life. So in athletics, we always teaching our kids to communicate. You got to communicate. You got to talk. You know, to be able to be successful. The same. It was more evident this year for what they had to do. One, not only in in the streets and socially, but also academically. They had to be in constant conversations with their teachers because you didn't see them every day. Well, definitely, coach. And I'll start telling my listeners, coaches, man, when you guys coach, it's more than this X's and O's and drawing up plays. You are a mentor, a leader, a father figure, a brother, a cousin, a therapist, a counselor, all in one man with all these different layers to your mm-hmm. job beyond just X's and O's. That's, that's the easy part. That's two hours you on the basketball court, but you are trying to grow young black men in from your program to be 
great, great husbands, fathers, leaders in their communities after they leave Hampton and leave you guys at 22 or 23 years old? Well, the one thing we're trying to teach them is to be the best representative that, can, that they can of themselves, this university, and of their families. You know, as you said, but, you know, uh, again, I, I think I tell a lot of people around me and the people that I work with when we have our, when we have our meetings as an athletic department or even some university meetings, you know, the one thing a lot of people don't, don't understand, like I, I tell some instructors that I do talk to and I meet and I see out from time to time because they come to games, I'm a professor just like you're a professor. The only difference between me and you is I take my test in front of 5,000 people and I'm judged and graded by 5,000 people where you are. I tell everybody in the departments and the people that I work with, everyone that's involved with this program from a parent to an academic person, to an instructor, to a janitor, I'm responsible for every job that they do, but I'm judged by the one thing that they're not judged on, wins and losses. So again, we, we, I have to be able to connect with my young men and, and, and not them, but the, also the people around me to be able to make sure everybody on the same page and we all here for the right reasons. And then hopefully you're able to win ball games so you're able to keep your job. <laughs> Most definitely. And you know, Coach, coming back, ladies, you all did. Um, how was it trying to install plays and, and concepts? Because, you know, when you come in late, you got to ramp the guys up. You don't want get, to get an injury early if you're going too hard. So how was that process trying to build your guys up with – stuff, the, the concepts, and not get them hurt at the same time? It's still a work in progress now. I mean, we're in January now, but we've roughly been together as a unit for about a month, and we've already played 11, 10, 11 yep. maybe 11 ball games. Mm -hmm. You know, so you have to learn on the fly. And, and uh, the one thing we try to instill in our guys is that's where your instincts and everything have to kick in. Basketball is basketball. You know, some of those exactly. things aren't going to change. But uh, right now, we're using this time to, to be able to learn our guys, to, for them to be able to learn us, to learn the conference, to learn what it takes to win. And then the, the one thing, as I told them, no win is too great at this point in the year, and especially with this crazy year we're going through, and no loss is too bad. But the one thing that we're aiming for is to win as many games as we possibly can. But when we walk into that Big South tournament, if, if God blesses us to be able to have one, we're going to be the best team that we can possibly be to be able to be prepared however many nights we got to play to go reach our ultimate goal of going to an NCAA tournament. Like so you all said, this is dress rehearsal for us. Like you said, Coach, the most important games are at that Big South, Big South tournament. Like, so you, you could go on a run and lose that one game at tournament and it's all over for you. Maybe the NIT, of course, if you win 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 the championship but besides like you said coach you want to peak at that tournament and be ready for that like you said and run, and run there right and, that, and that's what we're aiming for right now and really because of the times you know these are these are tough times we we didn't have a lot of time to prepare and that's fine we knew that we knew what we were up against so we we prepared for it we're built for it and when when it's time for us to peak we i think we'll be ready and coach uh, last one i got for you coach this man you know how's these you're playing these games back back to be played Radford back back to back here. You got upstate back back to back. So how's that been so far? The whole back 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 to back here. How have you been about man manage those night one v night night two that 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 back to back there? It, it, you know what? It all comes down to 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 the makeup of your team. I mean, I think you know for the for the whole process of it, when you have to deal with injuries possibility of COVID, this and that. It is no it is no way to prepare for this unless you got 13, 10, 10 to 13 healthy guys and, and there's no drop-off. If you have that, it's easier to prepare for because you can just sub in and you're not worried as much about, 
you know, your, your style of play going down or, or your, the effort of your team going down. But you got teams dealing with injuries, kids with COVID. There's, you may have, when we were at Radford, I, you know, we were down to eight, eight, eight scholarship dress ball players. So I had three guys that had to play 80 minutes. That was tough on them, you know, yeah. and, and when normally you don't have to do that. But Am I back? Yeah, you back, yeah. coach. Yeah, finish that. You finish the point there, coach. Oh, yeah, like I back. said, we, yeah, we were in a similar situation at Charleston Southern where we were blessed enough to win two games. So, again, I don't know that, that, that it's a blueprint for this. It's how healthy you are going from day to day. And then you got to make decisions based off that. No doubt, Coach. Well, Coach, man, best luck to you. It's upstate. Uh, I'm definitely cheering for you guys, man. I know you all been good good to me in the show, man. So I definitely want you to all do well. Always in the big South for the show. What the Hampton Pirates are all about, Coach. Get back to that big dance again, man, in, in March there. Hey, man. That's the goal, man. I appreciate you, brother. Inside, Coach. You be safe. Be safe. Be, 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 safe. be safe always, Coach. Thank you so much for your time, man. No problem. All right, now. See you now. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.